map, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of New York's congressional districts, uh, shifting a little bit of districts in theory. It'll help a couple of Republicans and one Democrat, but the problem, overall problem, is that, in my estimation, it is just outright corruption. Corruption. That's really what it's about in order to give uh, one side an advantage. Hit it to discuss my estimation of thinking here. Uh, here to discuss is the uh, five five center out of the ninth uh, senatorial district. You know her well, and that is New York State Senator Patricia Kessner Fitzpatrick. So great having you uh, on again, uh, Senator. And, you know, I look at it as a very corrupt type of deal going on here. Uh, quite frankly, why not just go back to the uh, – the ways it was adopted, you know, the state legislature should simply adopt that House map of 2022. It was drawn by a court-appointed nonpartisan expert uh, to kind of avoid any confusion and chaos. Can't figure that one out. Welcome. Good morning, Jay. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yes, it's, it's very frustrating that the voters created the Independent Redistricting Committee so, so that we would have independent, bipartisan, um, you know, input into creating these maps. And that's what we did. We have Republicans, we have Democrats, you have a working family person, you have a conservative. Nine out of those ten confirmed the maps and said that these are good maps. And that's the process that was voted on by the electorate. This is the way we want these maps done. They all had their consultants and lawyers. They come up with maps, but the Democrats said, nope, this isn't good enough. And it is very frustrating that we're going through these machinations now to change them again because, you, as you just said, we went through this process already, and if they go too far, the court will overturn them. So they're trying to be careful and not go too egregious, but... They're just—they're not accepting what the what the independent committee uh, has come up with, and that—that that is really frustrating. That they won't respect the process that's been put in by the the voters. Hundred percent. I mean, are we in for a court battle here, Senator? Another costly one, T- kind of a time-consuming type of battle uh, to be in play here. Are we to look forward to that? I I don't know because. If we look at the maps, um, they seem to be just tweaking what what right. what came out of the IRC. That they are not like uh, as egregious as they were in 2022. And then you have to question whether or not a lawsuit is good for, you know, will will really result in change? Will result in you know uh, a lot of expense and further delay in getting our candidates on the ballot? Um, that's not me to, you know, for me to make that call. Of course, that there's a lot of people involved in the process, and they'll decide. Um, I, I don't know yet how how this will go. I just can't answer that question, but I wouldn't be shocked if we go that way. You know, it, it's not so much because you know you you look at the uh, so-called meter and it's moved. Uh, just a trifle. It's actually going to help a couple of Republicans and a Democrat, though. It's the overall spirit of the process that I think about. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a violation. It's a violation of the Constitution of the state, you know, for these uh, individuals, uh, the group, to kind of gerrymander their way into uh, getting control. And that's what I can't figure out. 
And that, to me, is the biggest faux pas in all of this. It's the spirit of the process, a process that has been around for a long time. And you are basically slicing that away as far as the overall democracy of what we're about here. I could not agree with you more. If the end result is that these maps are still uh, competitive and the voters get to choose, that's, that's, one, uh, this, that's the end result. But looking at what has happened and the fact that the National Democrats are getting involved mm. and using the control that the Democrats here have here in New York to change these maps is an abuse of the process. It's a disrespect to the voters who have come up with this, the process to get to these new maps. And, um, and I think it's, it's abuse of the, of the control that they have. Um, I, I, I just, I have a very bad taste in my mouth about the fact that it's so clear what they're doing, yet they deny it and they try to say that they're, for instance, that we shouldn't be favoring incumbents and we should not be splitting counties. Yet I don't think the maps they're coming out with are going to fix those, those problems. Yet that was stated on the floor as the reasons why they were rejecting the maps from the IRC. And I think that you're absolutely right. The process has been completely butchered and disrespected. And that's what I have a very hard time with. And, and this is why, folks, and I say this all the time, Senator, uh, I say it all the time, one-party rule is poisonous. Uh, it's poisonous, and you get a sense of what's going on here. And, you know, you, you look at some of the things happening, like I look at the 4th District, which is pretty much going to go unchanged. I look at the 1st, though, uh, which obviously is held by Nick Lota. Now, he'd lose a couple of areas, but pick up an area. He'd lose like Lloyd Harbor and Huntington, but he'd pick up the Mariches area. So, you know, you go from 50% Democrat to 49. Okay. I look at the second with Garbarino there. Uh, he would move a little west along the coast. He'd lose Mariches, but gain Massapequa. That would go from 49-2 Democrat to 48-8. You know, again, these are subtle changes, okay? Right. Uh, and again, I repeat the process of a violation here of the Constitution. Uh, we can't just gerrymander everything in life, my goodness, uh, just to gain an advantage. And and this is just an obvious slight, an obvious slight of what's going on here. Um, so uh, we'll see what happens here. Uh, do, you, do you anticipate, Senator, uh, you know, it's uh, to be approved by lawmakers uh, probably as early as today. Uh, do you feel that process will will kind of uh, go unchanged in that regard? Uh, as of right now, the governor has not issued a message of necessity, uh, but she could do that at any time today. We're supposed to start voting at noon. Mm. If she does not issue a message of necessity, we will have to vote on these maps tomorrow because the bill has to age three days. Um, if she issues a message of necessity, we could vote on them today. Um, but as of right now, that's a little unclear. I don't know why the governor hasn't issued her message. I'm not, I can never predict why she does the things she does, but that's certainly a question in my mind. I don't know why she's waiting. Um, 
But if we uh, if we can, we'll vote today, and if not, it'll be tomorrow because I believe statutorily they need to be voted on by the 29th, which is Thursday. No question. No question about it. So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, you know, it's interesting you bring up the governor and everything else. Very quick, though, she is, to uh, to make sure that $2.4 billion are heading to the crisis of the migration and everything else into our beloved city. Uh, very quick to make sure dollars are moved there, uh, but uh, not so quick as far as response and everything else here. As far as what could happen, but that's a whole nother storyline for another day. Uh, and a yeah. very, <laughs> very, uh, a very uh, poignant topic, you would say, as far as discussion is concerned. Yeah, uh, we so, need a little more time to discuss that, Jay. Yeah, well, we don't need, need another 20 minutes, you and I, <laughs> on that one. <laughs> on that one uh, with uh, New York State Senator Patricia Casillary Fitzpatrick uh, getting it done, representing the ninth. Uh, senatorial. We'll see what comes out today. Uh, can't thank you enough for a couple of minutes, Senator. Always good to talk to you, Jay. Have a great day.